Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I'm your host, Nana Bonsu of Infinite Horizons Incorporated, a full-scale business consulting firm that helps business owners in the areas of liquidity, growth, labor, branding, and exit strategies. You can check out our website at www.infhorizons.com and book an appointment to find out more about what we do. Now, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave us a rating or review on the Apple YouTube uh, channel of your choice. In this podcast episode, we are going to be talking about how you can optimize your business for growth and also for scale using what is called the lean out method. And with me today is a guest who invented this lean out method uh, process and methodology. Her name is Krista Grasso. She's an international lean and agile business consultant to Fortune 50 multi-billion dollar businesses. She's a strategic advisor to six to eight figure small businesses and entrepreneurs. And she, again, as I mentioned, created the Lean Up Method. She's also created a 90-day Lean Up Planner and the Lean Business Scaling System and hosts the Lean Up Your, Your Business podcast, where she shares her top strategies for simplifying and scaling your business. Welcome to Build Value by Choice, Krista. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for today's conversation. Yeah, I'm excited as well. So what is the Lean Up Method exactly? Yeah, so it is a, a four-step framework that's really all about making sure that everything you do in your business is aligned back to that big, bold vision that you have and where you really want to take things. And it's really just a really simple and sustainable way to actually grow your business and to scale your business. What inspired you to create this method? So I actually have multiple businesses and the very first one that I created is a jewelry business by the name of Chris Cara. And we just celebrated our ninth anniversary and that business took off like crazy. And I scaled it really, really quickly from the outside in. It looked amazing. I was getting questions from everybody. How did you do it? How did you get on that TV show? How did you get into that boutique? And so we were doing a lot of things really well from the outside looking in, but behind the scenes, it was a hot mess. It was, I was working around the clock. Um, I joke that I I lived on a whole lot of hope, determination, and caffeine at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was suffering, you know, the the edges of burnout. I was having some health concerns. We had a lot of debt in the business because we just simply weren't ready for the level of scale that we ended up achieving. And meanwhile, while I was doing that, I was also consulting with these really large-scale Fortune 500 businesses, and I was a lean business consultant. And I just took a pause one day and said, how come I'm getting these other businesses such incredible results? And meanwhile, I'm struggling so much in my own business. And it was the realization that I wasn't using the same lean principles in my own business that I was consulting with them on. And so I set about to look at how can I take the principles and practices, right size them for my kind of business and really take the best from it to make things more simple, make things more sustainably scalable. And so I created the lean out method. It worked really beautifully. My business is still alive and well and, uh, you know, thriving today from my jewelry business perspective. But I've since taken that method and I use it in my own consulting business. And I use it with a lot of coaches, consultants and service based businesses today. That's wonderful. So it sounds to me like you've applied it not just to a product business like a jewelry business, but also to kind of service-based business like consulting. 
Yeah, because I think when people, for anyone who is familiar with lean, right, it started in manufacturing. So I think a lot of people think of it related to a product-based business Mm -hmm. or related to a very large-scale business. But the principles of lean, of maximizing value and minimizing waste, I think that applies to every kind of business. And for those of us who have more of an online business, I think there's a tremendous amount of waste in an online business and a tremendous amount of opportunity to optimize the value that we're providing for our clients. So I wanted to take those concepts and make it applicable for a different type of business than how lean is usually associated. What is the what are the similarities and differences between how you you apply the lean method to a product business versus service business? Yeah, so in a product-based business, for example, um, there's a a lean concept called 5S, and it really just kind of generally breaks down to everything has a place and everything is in its place. So if you ever see, um, if you've ever been in uh, an operating room, for example, if you notice the tools are all laid out very precisely, um, and that's to make sure that nothing's ever missed, that everything is literally in its place if you need it, it it de-risks situations. So things like that, inventory management, making sure that things are really clearly labeled, all of that really important in a product-based business it applies differently in a service-based business. So you're not trying to physically lay things out on a shop floor, for example, but instead you might be doing things digitally where you're organizing your files or you're looking at your digital document management and sharing systems. And so it really is different in a lot of ways. And it's also different in the ways that waste shows up. So I think that there's a lot of similarities in any kind of business for waste. But when you look at an online um, service-based business, especially one of the number one issues that I see that I don't see as much um, in a physical product business, probably because of the expense and complexity to do so, is the creation of new things. There is always this focus on new, 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 more, 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 instead of doubling down on and optimizing what you have. Whereas in product-based businesses, not that people don't sometimes have way too many products, but there's more of a focus on, I've got this physical inventory that I already bought. Um, I'm going to fully sell through it. Whereas in the digital business, it's like, I created that course, no big deal. I created that offer, whatever. I'm going to go create this new thing over here. And there's a lot of wasted time, money, and energy that goes into the work that's in a service business. What are some of the uh, other principles, uh, core principles of the lean method? You mentioned the maximum value and uh, you know, decrease risk from, from the generic lean, uh, lean um, methodology. But are there any other core principles um, that go into the lean method? Yeah, absolutely. So Lean Out Method itself has four overarching pillars. There's context, clarity, commitment, and Kaizen. And when I think about the principles behind that, to me, everything in your business should tie back to that vision that you have. And when I look at vision, I look at vision across three facets. There's obviously your business itself. What do you want to be known for? What's the impact that you want to make? Um, What do you want to do? How do you want to generate revenue? All of those sorts of things. Then there's you as the leader of that business. So what's the role that you want to have? What's the lifestyle that you want to have outside of your business? And how can your business support that and give you the space to be able to do that? But then the piece that I often don't see in a vision that I think is really critical is looking at your clients. 
what are your clients of tomorrow? What are their needs going to be tomorrow that maybe are different from today? What do you want them to say about your business? Do the same people stay with you and keep growing and evolving as your business grows and evolves? Or are you serving a very set market like a startup market where you're always looking for new clients? And I think all of that becomes really important input to the business model that you have to support that, which is also part of that context pillar. So I think that's all just so incredibly important. So to me, one of the underlying principles is that clarity of vision, um, knowing where you're going so you could make the decisions about if the things you're working on are the right things, or if you're just putting a whole lot of time and energy and money into things that aren't really going to take you where you want to go, which sounds obvious, but there are so many businesses that that's true for. Um, And that leads to a lot of overworking and complexity. What are some of the ways that uh, businesses can use your Lina methodology to accelerate and and, uh, achieve sustainable results? Yeah, absolutely. So the very first thing, if we go back to that vision, is to take a look at everything that you're currently doing in your business and see, is it aligned? Are you working on the right things? One of the techniques that I've developed um, that I really love and recommend everybody does every 30 days, it's super simple. It's called CHUCK, and it stands for Cut, Hold, Change, Keep. And I think on a regular basis, at least every 30 days, you want to take a look at what are those things that you're doing in your business? Where do you spend your te- your time? Where does your team spend their time? When you look at your offers and your services, um, which components are actually getting used and which ones aren't getting used or which are valuable um, in your customer's perspective and aren't? And you want to make a determination, is this something I can cut? Does the, Can this go so that I can free up space for something new or something different? Should this be placed on hold? Maybe it's important. It's aligned with the long-term vision, but it's not aligned with what we need to focus on right now. Um, Is it something we should keep? It's working great as is. We're getting great optimal results from it. Excellent. Or is it something that we should change? Maybe we know it's important to do, but we know that there's more opportunity to get better results. And so I think if you can run things through that in your business, it helps you achieve more with what you're doing. It helps you clear out all the stuff that you don't need to be spending time on, which gives you back more time and helps you with more of a sustainable model. But it also helps you really critically look at what you're doing to say, how can we fully optimize this and get the best possible results from it so that you are achieving more by doing less in a really strategic way? That's great. Is there a success story that you could share about the business that you used in your method to achieve great results? Yeah, I always talk about my client, Jen, because she's just absolutely incredible. And I love seeing the transformation that she went through. But when we started working together and she applied the method, a few really critical things happened. She was able to triple her business revenue within the first 90 days, actually. And then she's continued to do that over time. But what was more important than that was she completely shifted how much she was working and how she felt about how she was working. When we first got together, she was just super overwhelmed. She was working around the clock. She felt like she didn't have control over her own schedule because people were just putting sessions, her clients, people, prospects, everyone was just putting time on her calendar because of the way that she had it structured. She was working nights. She was working weekends. She was really starting to get to that point of burnout like I had felt in my first business. And so one of the very first things that we did, aside from creating really clear strategic plans so she knew where to focus, getting clear on her vision and stripping out all the stuff that she shouldn't 
be doing, of which there was plenty, um, we looked at her calendar and we restructured it. We restructured it in such a way that she now has a four-day work week. Um, she does not work nights and she protects her morning for that time to work on her business. And she has all of her calls batched into the afternoon. So not only did she get great results, but she got those results in a way that's very sustainable and in a way that has her actually enjoying what she's doing and spending her time on what she actually wants to be spending her time on instead of all of the things and feeling like everything was dependent on her and her business wasn't within her control. Yeah. So it comes back to the three uh, pillars that you mentioned that the business got better, the, the person, which is in this case, Jen, also got better, you know, you know, freed herself up a little bit more and the clients, hopefully I also, you know, getting more value. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. No, that's great. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges business owners face um, when they try to grow and scale? Yeah, the first thing is, I think people confuse growth and scale a lot. And scale over the past probably year, two years has become the new buzzword. And everyone's talking about scaling, I'm going to scale, 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 which is great, but they confuse it with growth. And I think anything you do, if you take a particular offer that you have in your business, it goes through a few different stages. The first thing you do is you build it out. And that's very much an experimentation stage. Doesn't matter if you've been in business for 20 years, the first time you introduce a new service, or a new product or a new offer to the market, you're in that build it out stage where you're trying to experiment with it to find out what is the right packaging, pricing, positioning that's going to really land. Once you do that, that's where I think you need to go into the lean it out stage, which is really a period of growth. That is where you're trying to grow it. You're trying to get more. You've proved it out in the build it out stage. You've got your product market fit. Now you want to actually go in and you want to grow that. You want to reach more people. You want to drive more revenue. All of that is great. But as you're doing that, at the same time that your revenue is going up, typically your complexities are going up, your expenses are going up. Um, it takes a lot more time. It takes a lot more money. And sometimes during a period of growth, it's a great thing, but you're not necessarily making more profit. Scale is where you are able to make that impact. You're able to increase all of that revenue. You're able to reach more people, but you're able to do it without more resources. You're able to really optimize the resources that you have. And that's where you end up in a place where your profits are going up. Your profit margin is going up as you're actually impacting more people. It's a place where you actually start to get more time back frequently as the founder of the business. And a lot of that is dependent on having really solid systems and a really strong team to support you. But I think things go through that natural progression. First, you achieve your product market fit as you're building it out. Then you want to go into a period of growth. You can't just jump straight to scale as much as people want to, but you want to grow in a really smart and simple way. And you want to be developing those systems and that team around you so that you can actually scale it. That to me is kind of the, the recipe in the way that you want to approach things. And that's how you do things in more of a sustainable way, more of a simple way. Um, but you do want to get to a point of actual scale. It's not just about more, more, more. It's about more and no more of your time and no more resources from a financial perspective as well. What advice would you give to business owners uh, who, are, who may be struggling between 
like, you know, maybe conflating trying to grow their business with trying to scale their business. Yeah. If today everything is really highly dependent on you, if you wear a lot of the hats in the business, if a lot of things aren't really intentionally planned, right, you're still in that stage of more winging it. <laughs> um, or, you know, as you're bringing in new people, you're finding that your expenses are going up and things are getting really complex. You're in a period of growth. You might think you're in a period of scale, but if you really look at the characteristics of it, you're probably in a period of growth. And that's great. Once you recognize where you're at, the key is how do you then transition from that place to the place where you are in a place of scale? And the very first thing that I would focus on is A, lean things out. Make sure that you're only focused on growing the things that you really want to grow. Don't be growing things just because you have them. Like get really clear about where you want to focus and then start to develop those systems and start to build that team around you so that you can actually start to delegate get things off your plate where things aren't completely dependent on you um, and make sure that you just have those really solid, reliable systems as well as strategic planning practices so that you can consistently, predictably start to bring in that revenue and do so through your amazing team that's supporting you. What are some of the biggest mistakes businesses make uh, when they are leaning out during the growth phase? Honestly, people really struggle with letting go of things. They really, really struggle with saying no, right? It sounds so simple in theory, right? Figure out what isn't working in your business and say no to it. Well, of course you want to do that in theory, but we have all these stories and all of these attachments to the things that we've always done. Um, Sometimes we have this great big vision and this thing that we want to do in the future, but we just are unwilling to let go of the things that we currently have. So we can't create the space for what's next. I think that is the number one hardest thing. And I always joke that I know a yeah, but moment is coming when I'm working with my clients. We'll have this great discussion. We'll look at their vision. We'll look at what's aligned. We'll look at what needs to go. And they're like, yeah, okay, this is great. I'm going to say no to this. I'm going to do this. And then I just watch and the wheels start turning. And then I get, yeah, but what about? (laughs) And so the yeah, buts come up and people end up getting in their way immediately, a couple of days, a couple of weeks after. It's just really hard to say no to things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's a bit of a conundrum in terms of the trade-offs, right? On the one hand, yeah, you're good at something. And then you have to let go. And then it's just like, you know, you feel like you're losing part of yourself, but it's the letting go part that, that allows your business to actually be able to multiply beyond just you. And, uh, you know, so I guess that, that's just sometimes a challenge. Now, what is this a 90-day lean-out planner? Um, you you want to tell us a little bit more about that and what the benefits are? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the core things that I do with all of my clients, it's a lot of what the lean out method is based on, is a framework that I call lean strategic planning. Mm -hmm. It's an actual strategic planning framework that helps you connect that big, bold vision that you have down to the day-to-day activities that you and your team focus on, but it does it in a lean and simple way. And I do this with my clients. I do this either in partnership with them. Some of them hire me as a fractional um, chief strategy and operating officer in their business, but I can only work with so many people. And so I was looking at myself, how do I expand my impact? How do I get the lean out method in the hands of so many more people who could so benefit from these principles and these ideas, but who are never going to be able to work with me either from an investment perspective or because they simply can't get on my calendar. Um, And so I thought, well, if I help people with strategic planning, why not create a planner? 
And so I have both a physical printed planner. I also have a digital version of that. I know some people are, are much more digital users. I'm personally a physical planner user, um, but it breaks down everything in the lean out method. It breaks down the four pillars and it helps you take and get clear on what your vision is, as well as again, take it systematically and break that down so that you have confidence that you and your team are working on the right things, the things that are going to help you achieve the vision and you're not wasting time on the stuff that doesn't matter. Right. And what about the uh, main business scaling system? Yeah, so that is the scaling system that I developed specifically for multi-six to multi-seven figure online service-based businesses. I didn't really see a whole lot out there that was really designed in a systematic way to scale because there's a lot of great things that you can do to grow your business or to market your business or to put operating systems in place. And there's a lot of stuff out there, but I think people really need a very holistic system that looks at their entire model for their business. And it's basically a scaling engine for your business. And so it includes both the front end systems that your business needs, as well as the back end. So things like your lean dream team, right? What is that team around you? What are the systems that you should put in place in your business? What what do you need for a company playbook perspective? Things of that nature, as well as our lean strategic planning system from a back end perspective. But then when you look at the front end, what should your scalable offer suite look like? Do you understand your customer journey and do you have the right offers to support them so you're not leaving money and opportunity on the table? How do you create that really luxe client experience? So they want to continue working with you. They want to tell everybody about you. Um, And what do you do from a marketing and sales system perspective where it is lean, it's simple, you're looking at repurposing and really optimizing the value in what you're doing instead of just chasing shiny tactics and strategies that pop up, you know, probably about 100 new ones every hour. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Um, So like, what is the best piece of advice that you ever got about growing and scaling a business? I was really thinking about this before we talked today, and I can't pinpoint one particular person saying one particular thing, but I think there was just these overarching themes that ultimately led to a lot of what I teach and what I do in Lean Out Method, Mm -hmm. and it's the principle of less is more right? I think we get so enamored with doing all the things and having all the things and all the offers. And we we very much live in a more is more culture in a lot of ways when it comes to business. But I think when you truly want to scale quickly, when you want to scale sustainably, Mm -hmm. it's all about finding those few things that are really working, that you're really 100% passionate about, that provide the most possible value to your clients and going all in on those. So I think it really truly is less is more and less is also your secret to scaling more quickly and more optimally in your business. All right. Well, that seems like a very good, uh, you know, place to, to, uh, you know, bring this to a close. Um, how can people, you know, you know, find out more about you, you know, learn more about the lean method and you know, what can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to my website, it's leanoutmethod.com. You can find all things uh, there. And if you want to dive into those 10 areas of waste that I mentioned, if you go to leanoutmethod.com slash waste, I've got a guide that walks you through all 10. It lets you assess um, where you're at for each of them. Um, it's a really great, uh, really great tool for you in your business. And when can it, where can they, like, if they want to follow your work or, or whatever, where can they go for that? So I am most active on Instagram and you can find me at Krista Grasso. It's really me who does my posts and interacts with you. So if you have any questions, if you want to chat, Krista Grasso on Instagram. Awesome. And we're going to have that information in show notes as well. So people uh, 
in case they don't have a, uh, a pen or paper handy, uh, they can uh, you know catch up on that you know, afterward. Well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate Christopher you know joining us and telling us more about the Lean Out method and the and the ninety day planner and the Lean Out uh, business scaling system and how all of that helps small business owners grow and scale the right way. Thank you and until uh, next week. Uh, bye for now, everybody, and uh, don't forget to again like and share on YouTube and on our uh, on our podcast platform that you, know, that you use. Bye for now. Thank you.